0: Welcome to the Don't Trip on the Usual travel podcast from Beyond the Experiences. My name is Anand and I have Srini here with me to speak about his travels to the exotic island country of Madagascar. Hi, Srini. Hey, I recently realized that a great connect exists yeah, between Madagascar and Palakkad. Apparently, it broke off from India a long while back and traveled towards Africa. I would written a blog on that. Yeah. Essentially, I was stuck in Palakkad and... Uh, for want of anything else to do, I was quarantining there and I had gone to visit mom. And for want of anything better to do, I was researching and suddenly chanced upon this. It's my hometown, man. I had never realized this about the place I immediately thought of you and said, you could just have traveled to Palakkad instead of traveling all the way to Madagascar. How's the place here? And why
1: did you go there? What were your first impressions? Tell me all about it. Well, uh, Madagascar is truly special. Yes, Madagascar was uh, connected to Africa along with the Indian subcontinent till about uh, 150 million years ago. It then started separating and drifting away from each other. Uh, The similar geological patterns which you found and which you mentioned in your blog in Palagat and in Madagascar are remnants of this separation which started more than about 90 million years ago. In fact, uh, taking off on this point, uh, the most wonderful part of Madagascar is actually this event of separation away from the mainlands uh, madagascar has had nearly 60 million years of evolution in complete isolation and in this very fact makes all life found in madagascar truly unique in fact uh, humans are the most recent and unwelcome newcomers who came in only about 2000 years ago one of the reasons why uh, you would actually go to Madagascar is if you are a wildlife uh, and a nature enthusiast. It is so exciting. The facts, you know, there are so many facts, the facts they speak for themselves. The isolation has resulted in such a high level of endemic species. Uh, when I say endemic, it means species which are unique to Madagascar and are found nowhere else on earth. Okay, uh, here are the facts. Uh, Of the nearly two hundred thousand known species on the island, species meaning both flora and fauna, about hundred and fifty thousand are endemic, that is found only in Madagascar on this planet Earth. Okay, Uh, unique to this island are more than fifty types of lemurs, ninety-nine percent of its frog species, uh, thirty-six genera, that means about families of birds. Uh, furthermore, uh, you know, Madagascar houses, uh, to look at it one more way, uh, Madagascar houses 100% of the world's lemurs, Okay, lemurs are found only in Madagascar. It houses half the chameleon species of the world and about 6% of the small species in the world. Okay, So uh, again, putting it from, in terms of an endemic ratio perspective, 75% of the animals and 83% of the flora on Madagascar are endemic to Madagascar, now that's so high. Okay, I am a birding enthusiast, so I have to speak about birds, so about bird life. Okay, uh, there are only around 258 species in Madagascar, which is definitely quite low. In fact, you'll find more more number of species only in and around Bangalore itself. Uh, But then hold on, the most fantastic part of this is that nearly 150 species of this 258 are found only in Madagascar. Uh, coming to plants and trees, you know, other than the iconic uh, baobabs, uh, which uh, there are so many, right? which is, you know, baobabs are um, the, uh, what do you call it, you them find them any postcon- on any postcard of Madagascar. But then there are so many species in different ecosystems. Uh, you have spiny forests, I'll talk about that later, uh, tropical forests, uh, grasslands, marine ecosystems, and all of these are absolutely unique to this place. It is such an exciting feeling, trust me, when, you, when, uh, when one spots a species uh, which you then later on realize that you will find nowhere else in the world, okay, sometimes not even in the rest of Madagascar. Uh, not only the not only the living world but when you look uh, the whole island of madagascar is a rich uh, rich kaleidoscope of landscapes you know you've got sandstone canyons you've got limestone casts, uh, you've got uh, mountains uh, rivers cutting across gorges forests of every kind rain dry spiny of course the spectacular coastal regions in fact the laterite rich soil uh, gives the country its nickname of red island But yes, I have to qualify this excitement, you know, as much as I speak about the number of species and endemicity, uh, the latest entrance to all this drama, that is humans, okay, humans have, uh, since they arrived about 2000 years ago, have uh, managed to drive, you know, many countless species of flora and fauna to extinction not only fantastic species like the gorilla lemur, the elephant bird, the dwarf hippo, but have also managed to degrade the forests and the plant cover. You know, there's rampant burning of forests and grasslands uh, to feed a never growing population uh, is honestly resulted in devastation. Okay, for example, one factoid would be 90% of the tropical rainforest uh, on the eastern side of Madagascar is lost forever. The madness, in fact, continues till date. So while I was, I am excited about my visit to Madagascar. Uh, what I saw uh, there also saddened me greatly.
0: Oh, that's pretty sad. But we humans manage to do this everywhere that we get in. We must visit the place before it all vanishes, I guess. But tell me, you spoke about the lemurs, you spoke about the baobabs, and uh, uh, I heard a lot about it from various other people also. What else is there in the wildlife? I mean, what really struck you?
1: There is no doubt, and with good reason, uh, that lemurs are the iconic postcard species of Madagascar. You know, especially due to the fame brought by King Julian of the Madagascar uh, movie, which is so fantastic. Uh, Remember that lemurs are actually primates, that is in the same families as gorillas, chimpanzees and of course humans. Okay. However, uh, lemurs have evolved exclusively in Madagascar, and are found nowhere else in the world. You'll find them merely in maybe zoos uh, in South Africa, etc. Uh, There are more than 50 species of lemurs in Madagascar, ranging from the uh, the large uh, Indri Indri, uh, the iconic ring-tailed lemur uh, of Madagascar movie fame, uh, the beautiful shifakas uh, and the small sportive lemurs. Now the uh, haunting loud cries of the Indri Indri are still ringing in my uh, mind. I would encourage you to, to listen to my video recordings on the Beyonder channel, truly amazing. Uh, Another interesting mammal is the fossa, uh, the only large predator on the island. A largeish, like a small leopard, a mongoose or cat-like mammal. This is the main predator of the lemurs. Of course, the fossa is found only in Madagascar and spotting it here as well is quite rare. In fact, it's an amazing experience sighting this uh, fossa. We found it in Kirindi forest. Now not to forget the chameleons, geckos and the lizards. As I had mentioned earlier, Madagascar has half of the world's chameleon species and they are truly a wonder. Uh, Madagascar has both the largest of chameleons, that's the Parsons chameleons, uh, and also the smallest of chameleons, the brucacia species. Uh, the brucacias are actually less than a centimeter across. You know, when you hold some of them on your hand, it's, it's quite amazing. Uh, while generally the thoughts of lizards is quite disgusting to me back home. Uh, but when in Madagascar, I was mesmerized with the chameleons, lizards, geckos, swifts, you, you name it, you find them all across the island. Talking about flora, This is one amazing part of a Madagascar trip. Firstly, let me talk about baobabs. Okay, the defining picture of Madagascar is the sunset at the avenue of baobabs. Uh, This uh, majestic tree, also known as the upside down tree, and due to its unique small root-like branches which sprout out out from the top of the tree. It's truly an awesome spectacle. Uh, These large, long-living ancient trees, also known as the tree of life, are true survivors. Uh, of the six endemic species on the island, uh, I'm proud to say I managed to spot uh, five and possibly sixth because the last one I'm not too sure uh, in different parts of Madagascar. That, 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 was, that was essentially a very high, a big high for me. As I mentioned earlier, nearly every species that you find in Madagascar, there's a high probability that they're found nowhere else in the world. Uh, for me, uh, taking these pictures, uh, then uh, identifying them and logging all my sightings post the trip was, an, was as exciting as the trip itself.
0: How was your personal uh, wildlife experience there, actually Were the safaris and the game drives, were they fantastic?
1: Oh yes, um, firstly, I have to clarify that experiencing wildlife in Madagascar is also quite different from the typical manner of enjoying wildlife in Africa. Uh, That is the quintessential safari. Now, there are two important distinctions uh, when you go uh, about wildlife watching in Madagascar. One is the type of wildlife. Unfortunately, uh, there is no big fly in Madagascar. There are no big cats, that is no lions or leopards, no buffaloes, rhinos or hippos. Now these species, other than a variant of the hippo, which is now extinct, uh, never set foot in Madagascar. Madagascar is all about the lemurs, the chameleons, the small life and, and the tree life. Uh, the fossa is the exception as a predator. Okay? Uh, secondly, uh, there are no safaris in Madagascar as we understand it okay wildlife here has to be experienced on foot all the time and yes sometimes uh, the best is at night uh, because some lemurs frogs and chameleons are found only at night a rather tough way of experiencing wildlife uh, but uh, as compared to the yes as compared to the luxury of a a well-equipped safari vehicle and fancy resorts but honestly i prefer the style of enjoying wildlife on a walk Uh, let me talk about my personal records of which i'm really proud of uh, during my visit, a non-wildlife focused holiday, because I was going with other people as well, including my family. Uh, in this trip, I managed to identify around 142 species of flora and fauna, of which an incredible number of species, nearly 70%, uh, was either endemic to Madagascar or the region around. Okay, uh, Birds, of course, dominated my observation list with nearly 81 species. Uh, and of this, uh, 55 of them were lifers, meaning I have seen them for the first time uh, in my life and of course uh, most of them were endemic to the region meaning you can't find them anywhere else. Uh, Lemurs was the next uh, delight. Uh, I managed to spot nearly 17 uh, species uh, of the nearly uh, 50 uh, 50 odd, uh, 50 plus species on the island. A couple of observations which I am really proud of and they stand out uh, due to their uniqueness. Uh, the first uh, is the Giant Jumping Rat uh, and the second is the Western Red Forest Rat. Both are endangered species and each one is restricted only to a particular forest region. Uh, the Giant Jumping Rat you find only in the Kirindi Forest Reserve which is private uh, and the Western Red Forest Rat is found only in the Rock Forest of the Shingi Debye Mahara. Okay, uh, The Giant Jumping Rat or as locally as it is called the Vatsotsa. In fact, is the only species in this entire in in the in the genus. Uh, I'm really proud of these observations. So, is it all jungle
0: and villages and wildlife, or are there pockets of, uh, uh, for want of a better word, cosmopolitanism out there?
1: Well. Uh, we have to recognize that Madagascar is a poor country and is dominated by the rural life. There are only a few cities, uh, and the major one is the capital, that's Antananarivo, Uh that is Tana for short, easier on the tongue. Uh, Tana is quite cosmopolitan and lives up to its name, uh, which means uh, it is the place of a thousand treasures. Uh, so many things to do here, honestly. Uh, walk through the walk through those cute alleys, uh, the colorful markets, the hustle bustle, go to the various animal parks, lakes, or you may visit the Rova, that's the palace of the royal era. And yes, explore the various restaurant options to trace true Malagasy uh, cuisine and quite a bit of international cuisine, mainly French. And lastly, not to miss the various Sovena markets. Uh, we especially love this part. Uh, in addition, uh, there are smaller cities like Bay, the Ayagasuras, uh, Suarez, all have large dollops of charm. With an easy way of life, uh, staying in these quiet centers is quite satisfying for the soul.
0: Hey Srini, let's move a bit beyond the wildlife now. I know you're a wildlife free, but, but a little bit beyond. I've heard a lot about the scenic beauty there. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Uh, from what I have spoken so far, uh, yes, maybe I give an impression that Madagascar is only about wildlife, uh, but then there's so much more. Uh, first to mention is uh, the beaches. Uh, Madagascar is in the Indian Ocean and like most Indian Ocean beaches, uh, they, the be- th- these are exquisite out here. I'm um, it in, in the, the touristy Nosy Bay or in the elusive Ile Saint Marie or in the yet-to-be-discovered by the tourist that is, uh, Diago Suarez, Suarez or Ifati in the south. Uh, trust me, uh, the blues, the emeralds of the waters and the golden colors of the lonely palm-fringed uh, sands are fabulous and it exists. And yes, with fewer people around. Uh, Ride right in the doe, which is the traditional canoe, uh, snorkeling or just visiting by boat, the various islands all around. Uh, each experience is memorable. Second, on the scenic beauty side, uh, I have to mention uh, the beautiful Chingide Bemaraha. These are the rock forests of Madagascar. Now, this fascinating geological phenomenon is again found only in Madagascar. Uh, very hard to discover in word, to describe in words. Uh, photos, videos, unfortunately, cannot describe the thrill of this experience. Okay, uh, Basically, uh, these are large expanses of sharp rock pinnacles uh, jutting out of the ground, uh, which is some of the, uh, you know, uh, the chingis can reach up to heights of 50, uh, 50 meters plus. Uh, these and this, these rock forests are uh, cut are cut are uh, are cut across by canyons and gorges uh, by some small streams, and these these gorges are inhabited by unique wildlife. Uh, Chingi, in the local language, uh, means the place where one cannot walk barefoot. Uh, primarily because of the sharp uh, rocks. Uh, then going uh, going to the top of the Chingi uh, involves a tough climb. Uh, yes, they have made facilities using mountaineering equipment, uh, but the scenery of the rock forest once you reach on the top is unforgettable, unmatched, unique. Uh, incidentally, uh, Chingi de Maraha is a UNESCO World Heritage Site uh, in the and is in the western part of Madagascar. Then I have I have to talk about the desolate beauty of Salo. Uh, not well uh, not often visited. Uh, Madagascar is like that, it's simply rich with its variety of landscape. Okay, Talking about Isalo, let me try and describe why my visit to this dry, arid landscape uh, was my most exhilarating day uh, during my time in Madagascar. Uh, Isalo is in the south-central part of Madagascar uh, and it's all about majestic landscapes, Uh, but dry, arid and tough. Uh, the high plateaus, sandstone domes, carved mountains, deep forested canyons all make up for a variety variety on a single day okay you you basically trek inside the protected area uh, the highlight for me in Nisalo uh, was the paradise pools i call them paradise pools because these are like oases uh, in a dry uh, in a dry environment and they're so beautiful the small pockets of paradise just 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 too charming you know uh, i took a dip in as many pools as possible i think about four or five of them and these made my day uh, another part of Hisalo, again coming to wildlife, <laughs> was the small things. In fact, uh, I made a list of my own uh, small five, you know, after inspired by the big five of Africa. Uh, the most amazing of this was the, was almost invisible. And that's primarily because of its spectacular camouflage. This is the brown stick insect. I just could not detect the insect, though it was barely 10 centimeters away from my face, till my guide pointed it out and you know, touched, <laughs> touched it to make it move.
0: Hey, you mentioned sometime back uh, when we started the conversation that uh, the wild in Madagascar is fast disappearing, the jungles are fast disappearing. Can you expand
1: a little bit more? What does this mean? What's it all entail? Unfortunately, uh, this is only true. Uh, Humans have damaged this pristine, undisturbed environment ever since they ventured out here 2000 years ago. Uh, many wildlife species, uh, like the dwarf hippo um, countless uh, lemur species, birds, especially the spectacular elephant bird, uh, have be have disappeared due to the direct influence of human intervention. Uh, the elephant bird, a little uh, sidebar here, uh, the the egg of this bird uh, is so large that apparently it could make an omelet for fifty people at one time. Okay, coming back uh, in recent times, that is in the last 50-100 years, the pace of destruction has dramatically increased. Nearly 90% of the tropical rainforests I mentioned earlier have been wiped out and grasslands and forests are being burnt whole scale for agriculture. Uh, Even when we were visiting Madagascar, we could actually quite frequently on a daily basis uh, see burning fields or forests. all the time even in remote areas where land transportation was difficult uh, we could see bur- uh, uh, burning uh, burning in the hor- on the horizon even david attenborough uh, was dismayed uh, when he visited the island recently after a gap of nearly 50 years his original documentary on madagascar made when he was quite young uh, is legendary uh, it's in black and white you should check it up on youtube Uh, In this documentary, he actually managed uh, to piece together the massive egg of the elephant bird from bits and pieces he found on a dry riverbed. So as I say to my friends, please go to Madagascar to see this marvelous, unique place uh, before the treasure is lost forever to humanity.
0: Shidi, what are the must-do experiences in Madagascar that anyone who goes there must, must definitely do?
1: Must-do experiences. Uh, These are the postcard experiences, correct? Okay, let's uh, let's go list them down. Uh, first, uh, track lemurs in the various parts, uh, especially don't miss out on the indri indri and its calls in Andasibe, and of course the ringtail lemur in Ranumafana. Uh, second, watch the sunset at the Avenue of Baobabs. These are the majestic ancient trees. They dress up the horizon at sunset. Third, uh, climb and walk the walk along the rock forests of the Chingi de Bemara. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, uh, the place where you cannot walk barefoot, that's what it means. Uh, Fourth, uh, chill on the isolated, dreamy, golden sand beaches of the north. These are the must-do that you have to do.
0: And now for the next one. What are the must-do experiences for travellers that most tourists unfortunately don't do? And I'm making a distinction between travellers and tourists here.
1: Well, uh, the list here is quite, uh, quite long. Madagascar um, is quite a complicated country, uh, and there are uh, genuine problems of transportation between the various destinations in the country. So, hence, uh, many a time, you know, with limited vacation days, uh, people just have to compromise by missing out on a few. So, you just focus on the highlights. Uh, what are the What are the things that people miss out on? Okay, first, uh, wildlife. Uh, people are uh, generally satisfied with one sighting of the lemur, uh, so they cover maybe the Indiri Indiri in Nandasi Bay and uh, the Ring-tailed in Rana Mafana, which is the most popular park. Uh, however, uh, in my opinion, there is a unique pleasure in hunting for the sheer variety of lemur species in different regions, uh, especially the not nocturnal ones. Also, go hunt for the uh, fossa, the only large predator on the island. Uh, you can find them easily in Kirindi forest in the west. Uh, explore the wildlife in the north. and it's, It is not only about the beaches in the north. Second, uh, uh, Isalo National Park, as I mentioned earlier, astounding place. Often missed out. It's in the middle of nowhere. Uh, as compared to the other famous parks which are closer to Thana, uh, Other these take more priority. Uh, arid dry place the but the dreary beauty of the canyons the gorges the grasslands the superb uh, uh Mentioning again, paradise pools, uh, found in the small canyons in this dry region, absolutely pieces of heaven. This is my best experience in the whole of Madagascar. I, I just tell my friends just go there. Okay. The third one, uh, this is a tough one and a debatable one. My family would disagree with me on this point. Uh, I would recommend that you take the three-day boat ride on the Serebihina uh, while traveling from the west in Tana to the Chingi uh, and the avenue of Baobabs in the west. Uh, in the west. It is also possible to take the short way, just fly down. Uh, but I feel that the tougher journey on the local boat is an impressive way to chill, uh, though it's very hot, uh, and watch the people of Madagascar live their live their life in the rural areas. It is a three-day cultural movie. I I loved it, uh, but uh, again, the hardship of camping, staying on a noisy bed the whole day, and sometimes the sheer monotony. Some people call it peace, uh, or whatever is uh, can be can can get on your nerves. Uh, fourth. Uh, thing is maybe explore the north a bit more beyond the beaches okay uh, for example explore the red chingi and the gray chingi again these are geological formations but they're quite different from the more famous chingi de Bemaraha, which i talked about earlier uh, you can visit the cocoa plantations uh, you can explore the fabulous uh, fabulous parks like Kankarana, amber national park etc and some of the unexplored rainforests of Nozi bay you could also visit some isolated beaches uh, in uh, Diego Suarez. And yes, of course, uh, in Diego, uh, make a trip to the Emerald Sea. Absolutely stunning. I've never seen the shade of blue at any time, anywhere in my life. There's so many. I can actually go on and on.
0: And is it safe to travel around the place? Comfortable stay options available?
1: Safety? Absolutely. Madagascar is quite safe, and people are nice, polite throughout the country. Of course, you need to do your bit as well. Uh, respect, the, like any other place, respect the culture of the local people. And yes, uh, specific to Madagascar, avoid Fadi. Fadi means the local taboos. Uh, talking about uh, traveling around, while it is definitely safe, uh, it is uh, under no circumstances easy to travel around. We have to remember that Madagascar is a poor country and infrastructure is woefully inadequate. Uh, international flights all land in Thana, the capital city. Uh, this is easy up till here, but from there, when you have to go to the different destinations, for example, go go west to the Chingi and the avenue of Baobabs, it is a three-day journey on land or, uh, you know, or partly by river if you want to, what I mentioned earlier. Going to the northeast, uh, for example, another example is by road is nearly impossible. It is known as the world's most dangerous highway, the RN5. So similar is the case when you go to the uh, north of the beaches of the north. So basically, going to destinations beyond Tana would necessarily require a domestic flight to go and come back. Uh, This not only raises the cost being limited, uh, the flights are expensive, uh, but the flights are quite unreliable as well. Even within the regions, uh, when you have to travel around, the roads can be an adventure. That's the optimistic side of it. Now, this poor soul who thought that Bangalore roads are the worst in the world uh, wasn't for a surprise. Uh, when I found uh, road craters bigger bigger than the car that you're traveling in and this is quite common. So, uh, bottom line, when you're planning for Madagascar, be prepared for tough journeys, but great rewards at the end of it. Uh, but yes, uh, the place is quite safe, no worries at all.
0: What's an ideal itinerary for an immersive experience in Madagascar? How many days would that take? And what if one has only a week, what should the itinerary be then?
1: This is a question I dread all the time. The same answer always uh, for any country. uh, Same, same, same answer actually. Uh, If you really wanna see Madagascar properly, it would take nearly or maybe more than a month. And yes, it'll become quite expensive as well. But just the highlights, uh, what we discussed on the must-do question, uh, discussion earlier, uh, that would be a minimum of 8 to 10 days. Basically, you cover Tana, that's the capital city, you cover Andasibe National Park and the Chingi Debe Maraha, uh, including the avenue of Baobabs. And then you can do the beaches of the north. But note that this small, uh, small itinerary would involve four domestic flights. Coming to the one-week itinerary, it is simply too short for Madagascar. But if you have to do it, uh, you should cover only on one only one region. Say start in Tana, then go west, cover the Chingi de Bemaraha and the Avenue of Baobabs, or alternatively start in Tana and then go north and enjoy the pristine beaches. But then you miss out on so much if it's the only trip you make to Madagascar. If it is only one week, then of course you have to do multiple trips uh, to to experience Madagascar to the fullest.
0: What were the top three highlight experiences? Only three. Top three highlight experiences in your journey through Madagascar?
1: Top three, if I have to choose? uh, Well, um, that's just because I have to choose. That would be, uh, first would be the walking on the Chingi de Bemara, the rock forest. Uh, Absolutely fascinating. Second would be the trekking in the dry, arid Isalo National Park. I think that should have been obvious by now. And third, uh, third was exploring uh, the Emerald Sea in Diago Suarez. Now, that's only three again, I'm saying only because they're forcing me to choose. Okay, but one small mention I have, uh, one place which I've left out, uh, and this is a place which I've decided that I'll go back to, go back to with my family. Uh, this would be the small island of Nosy Ranja in the north, in the Nosy Bay archipelago. Now, there's a small hut there, or maybe it's a lodge, you can call it with five huts. Uh, it is simply one of the most beautiful and heavenly uh, beaches or island that i've ever seen i'm going back there with my family and we will stay for two nights uh, on the isolated Nosy ranja and that's for sure
0: any tips for folks planning or maybe even thinking of a trip to madagascar
1: tips uh, recommendations well uh, first one uh, go only if you want to experience something unique uh, basically things which you will not uh, find anywhere else on the world go if you find this uh, if this gives you a high but then there's a price to pay. Uh, Going there and traveling in Madagascar is tough. So be prepared or prepared to rough it out for experiencing unique moments, uh, be it the wildlife or the landscapes. If you're in for the ordinary, for example, if you want abundance of wildlife, the usual lions, gazelles, safaris, then go to East Africa. Uh, But if you want to do something different, track lemurs, chameleons, baobabs, uh, these are the things you'll find uh, nowhere else in the world, then go to Madagascar. Second tip, Be patient, Uh, Madagascar has to be experienced slowly. Uh, One week itineraries are not going to cut it here if it's the only time you plan to go to Madagascar. Third, uh, there are good hotels, uh, but be prepared to forego some things. Uh, Some of the locations or maybe most of the locations are quite remote and access to basic aspects like electricity, mobile connections might actually be a luxury. Uh, Don't complain, just relish the treasures of nature, look at the rewards and not the facilities. And what about the food options out there?
0: Enough variety available? Are there vegetarian options?
1: And importantly,
0: what about the drinks?
1: Food. Uh, Well, uh, Madagascar is a collection uh, uh, of people from everywhere. Indonesia, the early guys, uh, India, Arab, French, Africa. So the cuisine basically follows the diverse ethnic uh, heritage. Also this is a poor country. The rural areas do not have a rich history of uh, cuisine other than the basic sustenance food. Uh, But yes, uh, zebu meat is the most widely available. Uh, Zebu is the local cow, uh, majestic uh, animals. Now having said this, you will find some excellent international and French cuisine in various boutique restaurants in Tana don't be ab- don't be afraid to explore the local food as well in these uh, restaurants about the drinks uh, visit to the local supermarket which i normally do the first thing on my trips uh, will uh, this will make you realize that rum is the national drink uh, and within that jama uh, rum is the most common and the best the locals will experiment with different natural flavors with zama. That's the local rum. Uh, that zama rum flavored with say vanilla, uh, with uh, with the baobab fruit, with banana, grapes. So many combinations. So enjoy a different one every day. And yes, the rum is really neat. <laughs> and this recommendation comes from an old monk veteran. <laughs> so <laughs> it is serious.
0: Ah, now that is serious, serious incentive to travel. Then I somehow love people who love their rum the zamaram it is next time that I go there thanks man, thanks Srini for dropping by to chat on Madagascar uh, quite an eye-opener this conversation as well. thanks for tuning in to the Don't Trip on the Usual travel podcast from Beyond Experiences till the next episode, take care stay safe and whatever else you do don't trip on the usual